0: Hello, cult hackers, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Celine, a media graduate with an interest in cults,
1: and I'm Stephen. I'm interested in cults. I'm a organizational psychologist, and I was a member of a high control group up until I left at the age of about thirty when you, Celine, was born. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, welcome to the podcast, everyone.
0: So, I think we're quite smooth with that now. It only took us like how many months? Yeah. Well, I I felt a bit confused. did you
1: but I'm um, it's okay we we can do it let's move move on so <laughs> what what are we talking about today Celine? I'm a bit nervous about our podcast today
0: yeah I don't know why I mean it's quite chill <laughs> isn't it and it's not live so um, that is true yeah mm. it, it is as much as some of you might think that when you press play that we just come to life in that <laughs> very moment this is in fact pre-recorded <laughs> um, that is true yeah but no we're going to talk about um well, it's kind of like a check-in episode, isn't it?
1: Uh, I've written down on the top of my paper stock take episode, which sounds very boring. You said mm. what did you say? Check-in episode, yeah. which should probably be a bit more interesting and young. Um <laughs> but we're gonna talk about the ride, aren't we? Uh the charity ride that I'm doing. Um and we're that gonna makes it sound so
0: chill, the ride. Like we're yeah. just oh, going for a little jaunt, no, cycling so from one end of like the UK to the other.
1: <laughs> I totted up the miles this morning, so mm. it's nine hundred and seventy miles in oh, 12 nice. days
0: so
1: what yeah. does that break down to Yeah, so i'll, I'll um, it, it sort of differs between 70 odd and 100 it's sort of you know uh variations of that but obviously depending on what the terrain is will determine how hard it is so there's some shorter rides of about 70 miles a day and then there's others that are over 100 um, but obviously it depends if you're going up and down hills um, will determine how hard it is I suppose mm-hmm. uh, but yeah we're going to talk a bit about that because um, it's kind of important for raising money for the Family Survival Trust and obviously it's a, a challenge uh, mm-hmm. so we can talk a bit about that and and I suppose talk a little bit about um, why we do these things because I ask myself that question quite regularly as I'm <laughs> climbing up a hill on my bike uh why am i doing this um, and okay. but i thought as well Celine, we could perhaps mention a, a few other things that that's been going on and also take stock of the episodes because we're, we're up to 224 this will be episode 224 uh we've been doing this now for over two years and uh, about two and a half years really and um yeah we're up to 223 episodes and we haven't had any breaks so I'm pretty proud of that and we've really enjoyed doing it. So I don't know, how do you feel about that? You know, 224 episodes.
0: It's quite impressive, isn't it? Because it's not always easy. Um, Mm. There are times when, um, you know, life is happening and uh, we might have wanted to take a break, but I think we've carried on, which is a testament to, we know it's, yeah, it is good. It's important. We enjoy it pretty much all the time. It's just... um, And yeah, being able to do something regularly is a good accomplishment. Does it make you feel good?
1: Yeah, I I think it's nice to be able to do it regularly. And um, it just means that... um, it's a discipline, isn't it? And, and you know what you've got to do. We, of course we, you know, we have one episode where it's just you and me. And then the following week is normally a, an interview. So that's nice. Cause we have a bit of variety. Um, so yeah, that, that's, uh, I can't believe that we've done that many episodes, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. along the way, we've met a lot of really interesting people and, um, we're getting some of those interesting people back because some of those episodes now, uh, you know, getting on a bit, and um, we've even changed our name since then. So we've we've got some repeat guests, but in a way, first time for call hackers. Uh, I just wanted to to have a mention first though to Krista uh, from the Survivor Experience on Instagram. Uh, she popped up a lovely little video uh, saying that we just followed her on Instagram and. Uh, that she loved our podcast and that was so lovely. So hi to Krista, hope you're listening and uh, thank you for that lovely little uh, video. Um, The other thing I wanted to just say about people reaching out is that um, we've had a policy uh, up to now where if people put a review or something like that then obviously we will we'll read that review out um because that's been put up on a public forum but if people email us directly then we haven't felt comfortable uh reading that out or making it public um i'm going to change well I, this is the first time i've mentioned it Celine. so uh, you know you, we can you can tell me no if if you mm. like but what i'd like to do is to put a, a disclaimer on the uh, that the form that people use to send messages to us to say that we'd like to be able to use their email, obviously not use their name um or anything like that, unless unless they specifically ask us to. We wouldn't use their name or any identifier. But just to be able to say, we've had this lovely email from such and such a person or this person's emailed and asked this question. That's something that most podcasts do. And we don't do that because I've been nervous about not... um. You know, saying anything that might put someone in a difficult position. So, uh, what I'd like to do is to say if somebody definitely doesn't want us to read anything out about the email they sent us, then just to put that on the email. Otherwise, um we can take it as read that we can use the message, but anonymize it so that nobody knows who it is. And on the other side, if people want their name to be mentioned, a name check, if you like, then we happy to do that they just need to make it clear so i need to put a form of words on the uh, website so i just wanted to mention that because people have been reaching out and that's lovely and it really warms our heart i always i always forward it to you and and it's lovely to hear that but we never mention it on the the show and that in itself might seem rude but we do that because we've we've had that policy um so anyway that's a bit of a boring uh segment but is necessary i think
0: to do a bit of housekeeping isn't
1: it it is really yeah and mm-hmm. um you know it's a good time to say thank you for those messages
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, i've had some funny ones as well you know about their experiences and that that always uh warms our heart all right so we've got some really interesting guests coming up so celine uh people you don't know about because i've been i know you've also been trying to to get mm-hmm. guests but um so some you don't know about um coming up we have a return of Dr. Alexandra Stein. So, Alex Stein is coming on to talk about um, a policy, really, uh, and think about how we can help or uh, lobby, I suppose, for policy and governmental changes, law changes around coercive control. So, we want to talk to Alex about that. Um, obviously, Alexandra Stein is a well-known author and expert on cults um and who is the other well-known author and expert on cults celine that we've had on our show that we we had to get back again Yanya Yanya lalich yeah i contacted Yanya, and um she's really happy to come on the show again so um it's been a long time since we spoke to yanja she's one of our earliest guests um so dr yanja lalich coming on the show again we just need to organize some a date for that um interview so that's really exciting and she's got this um In the meantime, between our last interview and this one, um, she started the Janja Lalic Centre. So uh, we want to talk to her about that work that she's doing. Um, Coming up as well, we've got Daniel Shaw, who is a psychotherapist and has written a couple of books about um, these systems of control, in particular around narcissistic behaviour. So we're interviewing him next week and I've been reading his book. Uh, fascinating stuff really really interesting so we're looking forward to talking to daniel in fact by the time you hear this podcast we'll have done that interview it won't be out but we will have done the interview um also coming back are our favorite antipodean ex-fundamentalists um the we were teenage fundamentalists so really looking forward to speaking to them i actually did record an episode with them recently i don't think it's it's out yet um but they are taking the podcast world by storm mm-hmm. so they are doing so well with their podcast it's great um it's great to see that um we've also already interviewed abby from uh well she's had an experience with the trouble teen industry and that was a a fascinating interview wasn't it Celine mm-hmm. really kind of heartbreaking and and her yeah. you know story is heartwarming as well really
0: and if you're sort of I guess yeah if you know nothing about that mm. before that episode comes out do take a look at some stuff about yeah the troubled teen industry and um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do some homework get ready <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's something that we haven't spoken about before so which is you know is remiss of us really but yeah um, we have tried, um, but just not been successful to get guests on to talk about that. But this time we we managed it. And Abby is a really wonderful yeah, guest. I think it's just really so... great to talk
0: about it because I think the reason it's been hard yeah. to get someone on to talk about it is because they are a very uh, litigious and well earning um, mm. industry. So it's quite a it's, scary it's thing a very to
1: talk about. Powerful industry. Yeah. And, um, and Abby's very um, lucid and very uh, good at explaining. the the systems there that, that she experienced. So she's great. Um, and the, the final one that we've got that I can talk to you about is, um, is Casey, of course, Casey with a very popular podcast, the cult vault. Um, we've got Casey booked in to come on the show and, and uh, talk a little bit about her podcast and what she's learned. You know, we're, we're all learning. Um, Casey's very, um, very open about the fact that she uh, hasn't come from this background. So she's been learning. Uh, it's been through a learning experience and she can talk about her studies because she's, she's taking on some studies. So that's going to be really interesting. Um, I should mention actually that Casey's 12 um, hour marathon that we appeared on is now up on YouTube. Uh, she had some problems with YouTube. They, they blocked her. They stopped her from um, doing any uploading or live streams um again falling foul of the same thing that brent lee and some dare call it conspiracy have fallen foul of where they're exposing conspiracy theories and then getting caught up in the algorithm Mm -hmm. as though they were actually fostering conspiracy theories um so that's the most charitable interpretation the less charitable one is actually youtube algorithms like conspiracy theories um but i i you know, wouldn't like to say that's true, but that seems it's hard not to come to that conclusion because they keep getting mm-hmm. blocked uh, when they're talking about them. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's um, that's something. Check that out because that's up on YouTube now. And I think Casey is still um, raising money for the Family Survival Trust and for her podcast as well. So she's open about doing both of those things. Um, so, yeah, you know, contribute to that if you like. Okay, that's me done with my updates. Have you got any? something
0: updates well um I suppose I'll say um at, at this point in time I still um live where I live I, I don't know how much I say
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's the you still live where you live yeah I still live where I live so um yeah so I mean at the minute I'm technically in Lincolnshire
1: that's right you
0: are um I'm going to be moving to Oxfordshire. Um, so all of the very American listeners, do they think this sounds very British and like,
1: ooh,
0: <laughs> a shire. Shire, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, moving to mm. Oxfordshire. Um, and that is because Thomas is off to be a scientist. So we're moving towards science. <laughs> um, so uh, mm. this is the last episode, I guess, we're recording here. Unless we've got, so- I know we've got some interviews booked, haven't we? Mm. Um, but then, yeah, it's
1: all happening very shortly. So that is yeah. very exciting news. You're yeah. moving a bit further away from us, but that's fine. Yeah. We have the magic of Zoom. Also, um, so far
0: away for an for an English family, but not very far for most of the people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The nothing. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, not far at all, really. So, but as as your
1: listeners, you won't you won't notice any difference. Um, no i'm sure um oh there was one thing i forgot to mention we're doing a crossover episode with the indoctrination podcast so we're just in the middle of organizing that so that's with rachel bernstein um perhaps the biggest mm-hmm. um cult podcast around really or one of the biggest yeah. so we're very excited to mm-hmm. be involved in that so that's yeah. really going to be really really cool so and- uh, that's coming up soon as well
0: we could i'm putting it out there i don't believe in manifesting but let's manifest i've I've asked to be on the um uh a little bit culty podcast for us both so let's see if that happens our oh, listeners you should go and tweet them <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, we'd to, on your show. yeah we'd love yeah. to be able to talk to them because yeah. we're, we're been really interested in the um in the whole Nexium story, and uh, of course, again, also by the just time the you work hear...
0: they're doing afterwards, you know, of course, yeah, mm-hmm. of course, it's had a very big impact. Small cult in mm. terms of the amount of people you know directly involved in the cult side of things, but then um very large impact in terms of on the individuals that were involved. Yeah. Um, I think the analyst said on the seduced documentary actually that these smaller groups can often be more dangerous because they've got this tight, tight grip. Um, but also um, the impact after the fact, with you know a precedent-setting case with the Nexium thing, because of obviously in the states not having coercive laws in place, mm. um, this that that's almost your second best is having a precedent-setting case, isn't it? So moving forward, it helps mm. with other cases. Mm. Um, so it's it's had a really big the work that the survivors have done has had a really big impact not just on shutting down their particular cult, but having massive ramifications in terms of wider society understanding cults and coercive control which is obviously what you need.
1: Yeah it's true um, and the you know the people that were involved in that first of all the first documentary The Vow and and then um, the second documentary and obviously the the one you talked about, which is called, what, sorry?
0: Seduced.
1: Seduced. I've not seen Mm. that one.
0: That one's good, actually, Mm. because it's um, India, mainly India Oxenberg's kind of story, because obviously with The Vow, you don't get to hear a lot from her, if anything, um, because she's still so fully in it. um, But obviously she gets to tell her side of the story. Mm. And as we all know, telling your story is really important and very empowering. So I think, you know, if you... Um, if you've ever wondered about her side of the story or you you think how could she still be in at this point when her mum's trying all this and this and mm. that? listen to her side of the story because that's how you mm. understand um that
1: what kind of so what what platforms are on?
0: um so you can watch that on it's on paramount plus which is like through amazon um you can get a seven day free trial and then cancel it which is um what i'm gonna do (laughs) well we Um, we
1: get it through amazon but you can go straight to paramount plus yeah yeah
0: yeah. Mm. um but yeah through amazon you get a seven day free trial of any of those extra subsidiary ones and i don't feel bad saying that because i think jeff bezos is living it up large Um, he's doing all right so get your seven day free trial and cancel it off (laughs) yeah
1: okay cool that sounds really really good all right well so yeah the podcast is going from strength strength to strength we really want to um push on we've been doing this as i say over a couple of years now and we feel like we we've got into a kind of of groove um so we really want to we want to kick on so anyway exciting times Um, Mm -hmm. and the final thing around the news is that um we will be having a, a patron episode so i mentioned this at our last patron meetup which you forgot about Celine.
0: <laughs> so sorry about that yeah hello <laughs> um, can
1: you believe it she forgot her own patron meetup
0: to be fair it what it was it was in the calendar but it was in at 9 a.m actually um oh, so okay. i just uh but also it was just me because i get emails about it don't i because i'm I'm a patron sure, to my own group own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but um, um so anyway um, terrible, that, terrible, 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 in that
1: conversation with our patrons we we floated the idea of, of finding a topic that we could do a a bit of a panel on that our patrons mm. would be interesting coming on so not you don't have to of course if you're a patron you don't have to do that but if you want to then we'll organize that so I'm I'm um looking for topics and we can we can talk about um a topic that be quite honest i'm surprised we've
0: not had um vincent on the show yet he's like
1: vincent's great he's, he's our, our
0: top he's our our, our biggest uh <laughs> like um it, almost interactive person isn't he
1: yeah he's great or well, we have a couple we have marianne mm-hmm. as well who we is great and tanya um it's bad really mentioning some because obviously you miss them out but um, but
0: they're, they're very active they're in very the active Patreon and group, it would
1: be lovely to get those on the actual podcast anyway so thank you to uh our patrons and um if you want to join in and be a part of that then you know at the moment it only costs a pound or a dollar 50 is the exchange um so that's all it costs to become a patron there is only one tier at the moment um that might change in the future because everybody tells me that this is nuts um you should have tears and all of that but and it's too too small amount of money but um anyway that's what it is at the moment so um join us be a patron for for a pound or a dollar 50 a month and um uh, then you can be a part of that okay so let's talk about the the topic then Celine you, you're mm-hmm. gonna ask me some questions about this ride
0: yes so as I said he's he's calling it the ride he's getting his psychological game on he's like call it a ride make it sound chill well, it <laughs> yeah and it is a ride it, it, it will definitely be nice um <laughs> no, so you can get some lovely views aren't you, you can see the whole country are you gonna yeah. are you gonna take the camera are you gonna record any of this because I think you should.
1: Mm. um so i need to get a proper mount um for my Mm. helmet i i so going back i mentioned this on the podcast before Mm -hmm. going back we did this thing called bike and psych um which i really like doing it nobody watched it (laughs) it's one of the the joys of youtube is the effort you put in so that nobody can watch it anyway so we I did this thing called biker, cycle. I strapped a camera to my chest, cycled around the roads around where I live and, um, uh, yeah, talked about psychology. So I also had a little mic, special mic, that a, a lapel mic, that was stopped all the wind noise. So it was actually quite, quite good. Um, and we'll talk about a psychological topic. And it's still up there on our Evil Sheep uh, website, I think. Uh, sorry, our Evil Sheep um, YouTube. YouTube channel. Um, so they're still up there, and you can listen to me rub it on about psychology whilst looking at the lovely scenery. Also, I should mention that if you sit on so Yeah, got, oh, this was so funny. <laughs> um I, I was bought, uh as I think you know, regular listeners will know that I got into VR. So you bought me, you and Mum bought me an Oculus Quest um one year for Christmas. And um so If you have an Oculus Quest or a VR headset and you also happen to have a cycling, uh, what's it called? An exercise bike um sit on the exercise bike watch the video with your headset on uh watch bike and psych it is amazing it's
0: so jokes you know what's funny about is you act, when he turns corners obviously you can't turn your handlebars so you yeah. just feel like you're tipping over. you
1: feel like you're gonna fall off it's really um, funny there yeah. is a health warning with it you know if you fall off you do so at your own risk um, yeah you we all feel took like turns
0: doing it so we were all just like it was me and thomas a resident physics man um you and mum and we were all taking turns on the exercise yeah. brakes, just listening to you talk about psychology cycling it is bizarre
1: you're going down mm. a hill and then you pull the brakes and you really feel like you're you, you feel like you're going forward don't mm-hmm. you the, mm-hmm. you feel the g-forces really straight anyway that's that's by the bike. so yes i am going to take a camera mm-hmm. but i need a proper mount because okay. with the road bike that i'm using or the mm. touring bike which mm-hmm. i'm happy to talk a bit more about um That is a different position, and if I put it on my chest, which I have Mm. tried it, and all it does is point to the road, so all you get is a picture of the road.
0: Yeah, that's rubbish. So I
1: need one to put on my helmet. So if anybody knows of any good cycle helmet mounts, uh, Mm. then send it my way. But yes, I will do a bit of that, um, on the GoPro. Because it is kind of cool. Yes. So I will take some some pictures of. I should also mention that with my training, I'm getting around the Cambridgeshire, Lincolnshire, Huntingdonshire, countryside quite a bit, Norfolk and so on. And um I'm I'm stopping and taking photographs of various mm-hmm. um kind of interesting churches and scenery and so on and i'm putting those up on twitter so if you follow me on twitter at steve sheep um and i'm also putting them on facebook but what i'm going to start doing is and i probably will catch up i'll, I'll put a bunch of them on our instagram page because of course instagram is made for this mm. so at the moment our Called Hackers Instagram is mainly just the episode pictures that yeah. I do. But I'm gonna start putting up photographs of my training. So there's some lovely scenery and some really interesting um buildings, mm-hmm. uh, churches and abbeys and ruins and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll start doing that and trying to whip up a bit of interest. Um, because you know, we're getting close to the time when I'm gonna, gonna do it and um, uh, yeah anyway i need a bit of i need a bit of help a bit of moral support really
0: yeah i think this will be this would be good this would be good uh, yeah we'll get we'll get more and i was just thinking as well since you've mentioned the grid the instagram grid um we're gonna do some attempts and forays into the um into the reels content aren't we
1: yeah i've booked yeah. in a
0: day and everything yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll do that. Uh, so when, if you start uh, a followers on Instagram,
1: yeah, Instagram is becoming a bigger thing because Twitter is awful. Uh, I'm yeah. sure you've noticed. Twitter is terrible. I'm now follow. Uh, I seem to my feed is full mm-hmm. of um, political views that I really don't like, and mm. um, uh, you know all sorts of crazy. He, ideas. it's
0: probably because he fired all of the devs, so the algorithms yeah. that were being ran are just. Died and you know, it's, but anyway, it's
1: pretty awful. But yeah, yeah. Instagram. But is Instagrams,
0: the I like Instagram. Mm. But yeah, so we're going to make some reels content. So mm. followers in preparation for that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. And also, if there's any kind of content you'd like, short form style content, let me know. Um, because mm. I'm the mastermind, I suppose, of the reels content. Uh, don't know if Dad knows it yet, but he's going to feature heavily in said content. <laughs> um. Yeah, we bo- well I've booked you in, haven't I? So you
1: have booked me in. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. exciting time. So cool. yeah, if you've got any ideas of short form content, um, like maybe even small questions that you'd like answered, um mm. that, that could be answered in you know, a shorter mm. topic that's ep- a good one. thing. So mm. if you've got some questions, um, these are obvious things I think if you listen to the podcast, you already know, but to the effect of like, what is coercive control? That's something that can be answered in. You know a short form episode mm. I think quite easily. Um so stuff like that or you know if you do have questions about us feel free um we may or may not answer them depends on how how hard you ask.
1: We're <laughs> not very interesting. No. Um okay let get let's get back to the bike. Let's get back yeah, to yeah, the ride.
0: I know. So in terms of the the cycles, so I wanted to um say first of all, I'm really um, proud of you and excited for you to do the cycle because. Say that when I've done it. <laughs> no, no, for doing it because, no, the re- the, this is the reason. Because you don't um, prioritize yourself very much. <laughs> and doing the cycle is prioritizing you because you're having to train and, you know, doing, you know, like you said, you've been going on these cycles and stuff. Um, and I guess dad finds it difficult to prioritize himself unless there's a reason to. <laughs> and because he's got this cycle booked in he's got to cycle like 900 odd miles he's got to prioritize himself now so it's good
1: <laughs> okay well it doesn't feel like a luxury i must say um when I'm no getting, when I'm but i must say and uh, the one mm-hmm. thing about cycling is and, and i suppose we don't really give advice on this podcast very oh. much but the, the one bit of advice i suppose that i feel that i can give is that um doing a bit of exercise really does help your mental state. So I've the last few months, um, I don't think it's any secret that I personally have been struggling a bit um, with my mental health for various reasons. um, Some of which we've talked about. Um, But if I can get over the initial, oh, I really don't feel like getting my cycling gear on and going out. But once I do it, it absolutely, especially when the weather's nice Mm -hmm. yesterday, I was, um going down a going from thorny to whittlesey um on a country road the wind was behind me at this point i was doing sort of 20 miles an hour just constantly though for about Mm -hmm three miles four miles five miles as it was from thorny to it and it felt absolutely brilliant it just mm-hmm. felt superb looking yeah. over to the left in the fields over to the mm-hmm. right is in the fields and mm-hmm. listening to no, the birds lovely, singing it? it was just superb so i mean yeah exercise is great mm-hmm. um i think if you're feeling down whatever mm. you enjoy doing obviously
0: even when um, you're not down just because it keeps yeah it helps keep that stability as well doesn't it Hel- helps yeah. maintain but um I guess going on to that because you said mm. you know once you're doing it you feel good about doing it is there have you have you been finding any ways like tips or techniques in, a, in order to to get yourself going mm. is it just mustering the motivation or have you have you got any tricks as to how to make that process easier in itself
1: <laughs> yeah so um if I don't feel like going out what I tend to do is just say well I'll, all I'll do is just go out for um half an hour or mm-hmm. three quarters of an hour so i have a a round trip around where i live um i can go from our house into what's called the brick pits uh an old set of uh an old quarry essentially that was um built during well used during the, the first world war second world war to um i think it's clay and things like that to, to, to build um to, to make bricks and um that's only like a stone's throw away so i can go along there it's it's actually an area that's protected now because we have apparently great crested newts there which um oh. very rare you don't get to see them because you're not allowed to go in those bits but there is a track where you can cycle around uh, or walk around with your dog and so on so that's a great little short thing it's about five or six miles um and that can you know that's only half an hour's cycle yeah. really mm-hmm. um so that in my head is what gets me out. And then when I'm out, if I feel like it, I can then say, well, I'll mm-hmm. just go a bit further. And often mm-hmm. I'll end up doing 20 or 30 miles, mm-hmm. even though in my head, I just said, I'm just going to do yeah. half an hour. So as long as you go prepared. So I always make sure I've got water with me mm-hmm. um, and a cereal bar. If I haven't mm-hmm. eaten a couple of cereal bars so that I can stay out if I feel like it, but I'm not putting pressure on myself to say, right, I've got to do my 30 mm-hmm. miles today. And, mm-hmm. um, on other occasions I will build myself up to a long ride so last week I did a 50 mile ride which is my longest so far um in this training um and I did start early on that one for right if I start early then so I got out at about nine o'clock I think mm-hmm. um and I've got the whole day then I, I, I set this day aside and so yeah that was that was okay and I felt okay after that um so yeah that that's my my tip on yeah if you don't feel like it just don't don't yourself you've got to do a lot just a little mm-hmm. bit and if you do a little that's fine you know you've actually got it's out and building your bike the habit isn't it as well just yeah. even, like you say just yeah. doing that
0: little bit still you still went and did it um exactly. and like i said often when you're there you do you think well i've started now i'll just you know the starting um, is the hardest isn't
1: it oh it is it's just the, the getting out and doing it uh, the one thing we haven't done on this episode which probably we should have done mm. is, is contextualise. so if you haven't heard the podcast and talk heard me talk about this before I'm doing a cycle ride from Land's End which is the southern known as a southern tip of the UK um, down in Cornwall to John O'Groats which is Generally considered to be the most northern point. I mean, it, technically it's not, but um it, it pretty much is. It's at the top of the of the UK. So you go from diagonally essentially from the bottom of England. and um, I noticed on my route today when I looked at my route, um, I just go into North Wales as well. So oh, nice. um I skirt through North Wales, so um, or South Wales, sorry, beg your pardon. So probably going through
0: the UK then. So
1: yeah, um, so Britain, you know, down in the uh, down in the bottom of England through a bit of Wales, back into England and then into Scotland um, and then at the top. So, yeah, that's the context. And I'm doing it. It's going to take me. It's a 13 day thing. It's dur- been done through Discover Adventure, which is a, a website or an organisation that does all of these sorts of things. They do a number of these challenges. Um, and so they're an official um organize that and so you go with a group of people it's organized by these people and you they organize um, either a tent or something campsite or they organize a and b or something um i have to share with somebody so i'll meet a friend and mm-hmm. um we'll we'll get to be buddies um i suppose hopefully um and so that's kind of cool we get to meet mm-hmm. somebody new and we'll go um in a a bit of a group, I suppose. Um, so that's kind of nice because you've got some support, you have got mm-hmm. some help, and um, if there's any issues, then there's somebody there to, yeah. to help you. They they kind of wish I was again. going.
0: It sounds quite fun to be honest.
1: Yeah, it, it will be fun. To I think, see you all know.
0: the you know, see so much of the country as well. That's mm. quite exciting.
1: I am I am very nervous about it, Selena. I'm very worried mm-hmm. about it, I have to say.
0: <laughs> what are your worries at the minute? Just the, the sheer miles or
1: yeah so the fact that you're I, a
0: peterborian and therefore spend a lot of time on the on the flats <laughs> yeah so
1: peterborough is on the edge of the fens which is reclaim land in mm-hmm. cambridgeshire so it's it's and lincolnshire it's very flat um so obviously i'm not that used to hill climbing um i think my biggest fear is is uh, so i'm I've, i'm quite overweight and i was uh more overweight when i started this training i've lost some weight but i need to lose a lot more and the speed at which i'm losing it isn't sufficient really for me to be in the shape i need mm. to be so that's the bit that's that's causing me anxiety at the moment and being strict completely you know starvation diet for 3 months is is just not going to work going
0: to get you in preparation for a for a big fitness challenge is that's it that's the
1: other thing so there's like a um i feel i'm starting to feel really more comfortable with the cycling you know i can go out mm-hmm. now for 30 40 miles and, mm-hmm. and i actually don't feel it i mean you know i'm ready for a, a bath when i get back and just relaxing yeah, and soaking but it's but not it's exhaustive not, no and um, i've got a bike that is well is fitted to me properly so mm-hmm. i don't get the neck pain i used to have with my old bike so all of that's good it's just what worries me is going up those hills carrying an extra 20 pounds or more mm-hmm. uh which i really need to get rid of so that's the bit that is worrying me so far
0: mm. it's almost i don't this is the bit that's tricky because it's um i'm i'm not a proper fitness expert or a nutritionist or whatever you kind of almost need someone to to help with the balance of of yeah what what should you do nutritionally so that you're fueling yourself not losing your muscle because you don't want to lose your strength um because obviously some is yeah sometimes only in a deficit you're at danger of losing your muscle aren't you so it's tricky Um,
1: yeah i mean i I feel like i know what you feel you're doing all right i know what to do it's just doing it and it's the it's the discipline that Mm -hmm. i need um and it's so in a way it's good for me to to have to have to have that discipline and i guess it was always going to be to the wire because that's how you do things isn't it mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's my anxiety at the moment and and obviously i'm getting on so i'm 57 and um oh, i have, I have I tried you. to do this a couple of times <laughs> in the past um i think i mentioned i fell off my bike in mm. in training for this about five years ago um and obviously I'm, I'm back trying it again yeah it's just worth mentioning that um the just giving sites you can find me on there. So it's the Land's End to John O'Groats Cycle Challenge, Stephen and Matthew. If you put that, you'll find it. Um, all of the money that's been raised there is going towards the charity. So there are different ways of doing it. You can, for these sorts of things, you can raise money that pays for the actual ride as well, but I'm not doing that. I've paid personally the, the cost of the ride, which is about £1,600. I've paid that. So anything else that's raised goes directly to the charity less any little money that just giving and take for for the admin of that page um currently i had a goal of 1500 pound to raise for the charity currently i'm on 197 Mm -hmm. so thank you to everybody who's contributed to that i really really appreciate it um but obviously i'm quite well short of the target so um if you'd like to help with that, that would be fantastic. I'll put the link to the just giving page on the show notes. But anyone that's unaware,
0: um the Family Survival Trust obviously does a lot of work um for you know helping people that have come out of these cult groups also for people that are um have close relatives family that are in the cult groups that need support as well um so they do a lot of really great work um for you you know we've had episodes talking about the Family Survival Trust specifically and what they do so we'll obviously in this show notes we'll link to um dad's uh um we'll link to Dad's page so that you can donate and also if you do want to learn more about the charity first or just in general um also does the podcast episode you can learn about it or we'll just link to um, the family survival trust page so you can have a little snoop about but that would really be appreciated
1: yeah it's the it's the charity that um dr alexandra stein works with and for um so she um she's one of the board members um we've had joy Cranham, who's also um part of the family Survivor trust and and i i've been doing some work with them as well helping volunteering so um yeah i think it's a really important charity and they they're quite unique in that they they don't just help people who've come out of religious groups they they help people who've come out of any sort of yeah. coercive situation, and at the moment they're having a real um, they're struggling to keep up with the demand because there's so much demand, um, especially around some of these um, self help groups, business groups, yeah, yeah these self help group help mm-hmm. groups. So um, yeah, they they you know they do they do some great work, and so helping than with that and mm-hmm. from my perspective the more people that sponsor me the the more pressure it puts on me to actually do it <laughs> yeah, for sure. so it's kind yeah. of a good pressure um it just means that i really don't want to let anybody down mm-hmm. um and do it so that's kind of a double-edged sword in a way mm. but it does it does get me out on my bike when I don't feel like doing it
0: so as as to my question earlier what it yeah. motivates you the power that's of charity
1: of <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. just you know putting it up there said I'm doing this thing mm-hmm. um I mean I, I still put my I don't say it's 100% that I'm going to do it I still you know I still think there's a there's doubt um, that I will, I will actually do it. I know that's a terrible thing to say, um, but it is such a long way. It's nine hundred and seventy. It's not just the physical; is it? it is
0: the mental <laughs> side of it um, yeah. that is hard, isn't it? That's part of it. When I've watched some people doing the ultra um, marathon things and stuff like that, they're like, "It's a big thing." There's the challenge of the mental side. I don't know um, when you're doing it. Speaking of that, when you're training at the minute, are you always listening to content, or are you? not always listening to content you do a mix
1: yeah so um on a bike you've got to be careful with um Mm -hmm. with putting earbuds in and things Mm -hmm. obviously because part of your um survival is to be able to hear traffic um so when i'm on busy roads i generally don't wear anything to listen Mm -hmm. to but if i'm on cycleways or gravel paths and things where there's no traffic i might put one earbud in Mm -hmm. um and then I'll listen to a podcast or mm-hmm. I do listen to audio books. I've got a few on the go at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, help. I will do that. that
0: yeah. Because um, yeah. it just gives you something else to focus on, doesn't it? Instead of, did it go my legs hurt or my butt hurts or I'm hungry nice or, or whatever. A, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's nice to have a variation because um, it's also lovely on a, on a beautiful summer's oh. day when just you can just hear all the birds. The, and the, yeah. it's just great to just focus on the yeah. ride. Does this? But, joke yeah, you're right
0: yeah there's this joke in the um in some of the fitness in, um influences that do these long things where they're like oh no music's cheating you gotta just feel the pain <laughs> and I'm I'm not one of them I like to I like having like solid beat because uh, I like music more than um talking I find mm. the talking I'd rather listen to podcasty stuff when I do things like cleaning or pottering um mm. English word for i was gonna say english word for fapping about and i was like that's just another one i don't even know but you know what i mean yeah um but yeah like, I, I like talky content for that um, and then when i'm exercising i need music i need a beat to like push through to um that keeps me going and it like if if it hits at the right moment it can push you through a difficult bit do you know what i mean no,
1: it's good for if you're exercising like in a gym or something, but on, yeah. on a on a cycle you've you've it's got a to a different careful. thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I need yeah, a little yeah. uh, mirror on my handlebars. That's that's one of the next <laughs> yeah, things I need to buy. Yeah, Cause yeah. you can get them very small. They're just so you can see what's coming behind you because some that's a good idea. some motorists do get quite close unfortunately mm-hmm. many don't you know you, the extremes is amazing some people go on the other side of the road as if you're like a, a, a three well
0: because the rules are you're meant yeah. to keep quite a large distance yeah because if the person does topple that's right you don't want them to topple onto you so you're, you're meant to keep yeah. quite a distance but yeah no that's good um so i suppose another question for you mm. is um why cycling like why have you picked that because you could do any number of things you could be into you know doing running swimming like you know weight lifting like you know all these things that you could be mm. doing why cycling
1: why cycling so um it goes back sort of only 10 years or so so mm. obviously i i was um I, I cycled when i was a kid we all had bikes then and um being as I said we we live around a very flat sort of location and cycling is a very common activity around here um but really it was when I was in my 40s and actually we were clearing out some space I think in mm-hmm. in my dad's shed I think and, and, yeah, and um, you come across a there bike was, <laughs> there was a bike there and I said you know can I can I buy it off you and um I can't remember whether he gave it me or I bought it off him for 20 quid or (laughs) so much but um but yeah that sort of got me into it and um I then started to get into doing some long rides with a friend at work and we cycled Um, from Peterborough to London which was um kind of fun and then we which is about 90 miles something like that um and then we went we did our cycle from uh, London to Amsterdam, which was a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we cycled yeah. to Felixstowe, got the ferry mm-hmm. across from Felixstowe overnight. Next morning, it lands you in the Hook of Holland, which mm-hmm. there's then a cycle route all the way along the coast of Holland up to Amsterdam. My friend Ennis, who um, <laughs> booked the accommodation, um, made a mistake and booked us a hotel further up from Amsterdam so we ended up going further than Amsterdam for for our night and then we came back so
0: Mm. um and that was about 10 years ago wasn't it because that was yeah yeah when I was 16 I think around then you know do you want to know a thing that's funny I don't think I ever told you so Thomas and I started um seeing each other when I was around 16 and there was this joke at school about like you know with the dad being like you know like strict like that that yes. joke was like the dad of yeah. the girl and they were like it's not even like you could get away from him he'll just cycle after you <laughs> and there was this joke about you like terminator style just cycling after him <laughs> and this was the running yeah, joke yeah. <laughs> that's cool i never knew joke. that no mm. i never knew that well aspect. because everyone knew my dad as being this like <laughs> cycling man because you were doing yeah, cycling to london going you, like, i was like oh dad's cycling to amsterdam at the minute and i was mm. like well watch out thomas don't get on the wrong side of him he'll come get you <laughs> that's
1: right yeah i've got endurance yeah. so i'll keep going mm-hmm,
0: yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so that was um
1: uh, that was great i really we really enjoyed that i really enjoyed that Um that was uh Uh, Uh a nice challenge and then carried on doing a bit of cycling by then i'd got a new bike so i got a road bike which was nice and light Uh um thin wheels and and the the nice thing about cycling for anybody that's kind of got an interest in slightly techie things it it kind of has everything so Mm. you know um without wanting to be stereotypical men of my age tend to be fairly boring um in terms <laughs> of you know, what you're
0: going <laughs> what do you
1: buy for your dad you know what it do you was buy great for your uncle?
0: it yeah. was great so
1: well the one thing about cycling is there's always something you know so you new you little want,
0: computer yeah you got a cycle
1: yeah. computer you want um uh, a new what do you want a new holster? Know, we got you like
0: new. We got you a little, a, a clean your bike kit. that You can like you know, right. get it's it all sparkly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's it's great. You can accessorize, and uh, I'm not particularly into tinkering. So some mm. some men are very, they love tinkering, and so they they find that. Um, very attractive about mm. cycling because they can you know change the gear set and um, do all this sort of stuff but i don't do that i take it into a a nice man at my local bike shop called bristow's and um he does all that for me um but yeah so that's another reason why cycling is great it's it's got everything you need really
0: mm. obviously great
1: exercise mm-hmm. um you can you've got some toys it gets you can play places with places as well and it is amazing you know Celine it is so On the horizon, you'll see a church or something or a a water tower or something, and you'll think, wow, that's a long way away. And almost, you know, almost like without even thinking you're there and yeah, mm-hmm. how did i get so far you know mm-hmm. it's it's amazing yeah and
0: it's great because it's not harsh on the on the knees in the way that running Low impact is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's
1: no yeah that that's uh, especially when you're a bit overweight mm-hmm. running is is hard um yeah. it's not knees.
0: ideal for a lot of people really yeah um, it is a very harsh um activity on the knees um and your, your poor little feet as well—they often get ruined, don't
1: they? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's um, it's good for all those things. And um, I should just mention the bike. So the bike is a, a Trek 520, um, and it's a called a touring bike or a gravel bike. I think they call it mm-hmm. these days. And um, obviously, you know, bike sales, are like everything else, it's all about marketing. Mm-hmm. So touring bikes have been around a long time. And sometimes you'll see these guys; they are normally guys, but sometimes you'll see a couple um, with panniers on the back and the front um with all their life on it you know Mm -hmm. they'll be cycling around the whole country or something and they'll they'll take their tent with them and basically they you know they can live on this bike and just find campsites and stuff or just tent by the side of the road if they don't get chased off Mm -hmm. um and so this is the that's this is the sort of bike i've got if i want to i could do that i've got panniers Mm -hmm. or i've got things that i could put panniers on um but it's got thicker wheels than a road bike so it's um it's very versatile so i can go on gravel tracks i can go off road but it's very at home on a Mm -hmm. tarmac and it can pick up some speed yeah uh, i went with
0: you and you did get pretty speedy because i was doing fairly well at the start to keep up but by the end Mm. you were you were just powering yeah. off weren't you and i was, I was absolutely uh, it's got the drop
1: handlebars so you can you know um get into a crouch position which as i'm losing weight it's easier and easier to do that which is kind of nice um so yeah it's a great bike um and i've named it the rossinanti
0: i was going to ask you you're going to say the name yeah, yeah yeah and why is that
1: well um some people might recognize that from Don Quixote. um which is obviously a very well-known story. You, you actually told me the story of Don Quixote because I've never read it.
0: So yeah, it's a very prominent Spanish sort of folk tale story, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so Don Quixote had a, a horse called uh, the Rusananti. Um, but um, there's a sci-fi series that I recommend to anybody that's into sci-fi called The Expanse. And um, in it, they have a ship that they named the Rusananti. So that's kind of where I've got it from. But it is actually originally um, the name of a horse. But I've I've got a little transfer mm-hmm. thing that I've rubbed on. So it's actually, you can see it, mm-hmm. it now, it's called it's the
0: Russell.
1: So I'm very fond of that bike now. I'm starting to feel really comfortable on it. And mm-hmm. um, I'm really enjoying riding it. I think you're in a it.
0: good position. I know you said mm-hmm. you're feeling a bit nervous, but I think you are in a good position. Like Your fitness is really coming up. Like you say, you've done a seven, um, quite a, a long cycle now. Um, like I said, you can do the, the 20, 30 milers without feeling it in the same way <laughs> um like and you have been losing weight um but but still maintaining that strength as well which is important so i think like I said getting comfortable on the bike um you've got your little sat nav computer for the bike yeah i've got a great which it's very thing. important when you're going from one end of the country to the other
1: yeah i'll recommend that actually i'll i'll just um give you the the name it's called the uh, Velo 2. Um mm-hmm. it might have a different name in the States, I guess, but it's um so it's it's just a very simple little computer that it's a round computer you stick on your handlebars. Um but you you pair it with an app on your phone. Um, so obviously it's got maps on there and it um it means you can say right well, this is where I am this is where I want to go to and you just put it in and then the little um, computer just gives a very simple Arrow it just tells you when you need to turn and already mm. i found it fantastic because mm. you can say i want to go um off road mostly or or um, that is good on main road um, so you can um you you know you, i found routes i didn't know existed even around this area i mean i'm and tempted it's great
0: I'm tempted by something like that for when we move because uh, I don't know if this is a known fact on the podcast, but I am um, shit at directions. Uh, I don't know where I'm going. Um, so I can't really true. go on the cycles alone because I'll just go nowhere. Yeah. Um, I'll just have to do circles of places I know. But um, I just I'm not I'm not good at maps. Either. I just I need the specific what I'm doing then and there and that's it yeah. um it takes me ages doing the same route again and again and again till it sinks in and i only know it by things like i'm like right when i get to this roundabout with like the yellow flowers i turn left I'm
1: like, that's not great if the, the flowers die off is it or you
0: know whatever like i have landmark <laughs> knowledge after mm. a certain amount of time um but it takes well, that, is, like,
1: that is a good if you're on your bike anyway it's, it's yeah a great it takes
0: tool. months but <laughs> for it's me called, but yes um,
1: it's called the Beeline Velo 2. It's called Very good, very good. So, if awesome. people want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um so that's um that's the challenge that's coming up. So we mm-hmm. um it's a bit of a different episode this time, isn't it? So we've mm-hmm. not really done much cult hacking on this one. Um so normal service will be resumed on the next Mm -hmm. episode so we will get much more into courts um we've talked about stuff that's coming up but i hope you i don't feel too bad
0: like we do spend we do do lots and lots and lots on very court heavy um and also i think this is it's important as we talk a lot about coming out the other side and um you know i think this is just evidence of you know living your life post-call and things you get to choose to do now because you would not have time to do this in your previous life (laughs) I mean
1: there would there would be nothing nothing stopping you in terms of you wouldn't like as there's no direct rules no you wouldn't (laughs) be told you're not allowed to do that but raising money for charity was something you you know not many did Mm because you've got one charity on your mind and that's um that's the worldwide work um Mm. and yes it would I think if you spent a lot of time doing it, uh, it would take you away from pioneering. Training, yeah. um, There would be those pressures. So whilst it wouldn't be explicitly said you can't do it, 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 I I would have felt it very, very difficult to do it. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, But yeah, so it's great when you leave because you you can think right. Actually, I can. I can do this thing for everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can choose to do this thing that's good for you, good for a charity no guilt there shouldn't be guilt to do something like
1: that's this right. you know, yeah it's just a good so, thing overall isn't it that's right so it's um it's great and yeah. um yeah uh, hopefully i'll make it mm-hmm. so just one last call out you know if you want to help um on the, mm-hmm. the ride then that's great don't forget to sign up to the well not sign up but um, followers on instagram and um yeah. yeah and see, do you tell it. us
0: of any reels content you want
1: Yeah, because I'm
0: as of right, so I'll tell you now when we're Mm. making the content. So, first spate of content is being made on um in, in July. I think I've put it in for haven't I?
1: July the 9th.
0: Ooh, look at that speedy. So the first spate mm. of content is being made on July the 9th. So if you've got an idea, get it to us before then, and then that can be in the first round of content.
1: I love the idea of like quick questions. I think that's great. Yeah, I think uh, quick not questions. about us, but quick questions about cults and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah. I think it would be really interesting.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if you've got any like, mm. any any burning questions, yeah, um, get, get them in. You can direct message them on the Instagram as well.
1: Oh, ah, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely
0: nice one cool all right well
1: thanks for listening everybody um thanks for indulging us with this slightly different episode um and um we'll see you next time uh, where we'll get to talk more about courts and uh, do a bit of court hacking It'll
0: be an interview episode of course um
1: don't forget to to rate and give us some uh feedback oh i meant to say actually um uh we've had a new review on Apple Podcasts, Um, interesting to listen to, friendly to talk to. I've been enjoying the analysis, storytelling and discussion on this show for about a year now, and I was very grateful to be welcomed on to have a discussion on the intersection and conflict of my political beliefs with JW Teachings. I really appreciate the show's desire to really grapple with topics and explore them fully. We need more of that in this world. And that was from Farkler, F-A-R-K-L-E-R in the US. So that's on the US um, podcast apple podcast and um, uk listeners like, we've not had a review since november i know that so down that's so disappointing
0: yeah we're not upset we're tell, not angry yeah, just disappointed, disappointed yeah. same for
1: <laughs> australia guys come on um, nothing on apple since october with the australian so yeah oh, i know quite. not everybody listens on apple so that's partly the problem some people say well oh, you keep saying we want reviews but we don't we don't you can't do it on on and mm. um, but if you do listen on apple Podcasts, please don't forget to review because that does make a massive it
0: does it, it does really um affect the algorithm
1: right okay we've taken enough of your valuable time you Say goodbye um, three
0: times so this yeah, time it's so- for real
1: Thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate it. And see you next time on Call Hackers.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.